This is Leisha Holmes of Key Recruitment, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by Marie Piercy, who is the owner and MD of Chrysalis Recruitment Solutions. Hello to you, Marie. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Really good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, you are a new face, a new voice to our audience. So for those who are not familiar with who you are and what your business does, would you like to give us an introduction, please? Of course. So Chrysalis Recruitment Solutions. So we're very much a unique and bespoke family-run um, recruitment consultancy based in Chester. We recruit throughout the UK um, and like to think we're very different to a traditional agency. So we're very much about building relationships and partnerships with clients, um, working as their recruitment partner um, and offering flexible and very innovative solutions for clients to be able to recruit the best people for their business. So we build that relationship and support as much or as little as they need us to really. Um, so that's us in a nutshell. What sort of sectors and disciplines do you tend to operate within? So we've got a commercial division and an industrial division. So um, we typically recruit um, commercial and senior appointments. And then my husband heads up the industrial and technical division. So my background's always been commercial. Um, so that's kind of my baby. And then his background, um, and he's been in recruitment much longer than me, um, has always been industrial and technical. So he recruits in those sectors and it just, just works well works well together and we're certainly going to come on to how uh, how our husband and wife team came to be uh, yeah and i must apologize for anyone with very very sensitive ears my dog has decided to start groaning and, and growling <laughs> i apologize obviously we we've known each other now for a good couple of years um yeah. and i've you know watched your brand and and you know you and i've become really close and, and we share a lot of the sort of best practice so talk to the audience about what COVID has done so far in terms of impacting your sectors and then how you have adapted as a, yeah. as a small business owner yourself? Do you know what? I think as a small recruitment business at mid-March, when we had those phone calls off every single client um, on the Monday morning to say, uh, just hang fire whilst we let this virus pass, um, we were in a position of actually, what are we going to do? Because actually at that point, what we saw as an industry is everyone went to sleep and most recruiters were furloughed. Um, but actually for us, it was a, a prime time to really think about the future um, and look at actually what, what is this gonna look like now after COVID? Because actually the world's changing and there is no such thing as normal anymore. You know, what is the new normal? So we kind of took the time to, to really think about where we want to be in the marketplace moving forward. Um, and, you know, at that time, it was very much what can we do to help people that need it right now? Because, you know, the clients, we were talking to our clients all of the time and it wasn't recruitment related. It was how are you managing with homeschooling and, you know, how's business and is everyone safe and, and all of that. But we were having those conversations. Um, but we put ourselves out there because what we started to see very early on, you know, early April were redundancies. And as a business, we just thought, well, how can we help people? You know, if we can't actively recruit for our clients right now, how can we put ourselves out there? So we, um, we're very active on LinkedIn, as you know. And when we started to see this redundancy situation, I put a post out one day and I'll never forget it to say, look, for anyone struggling that is now had, going through redundancy, if you need support, reach out to me and I'll help you. The following evening, I had over 200 CVs in the inbox, mm. 200. Wow. And these are candidates where 
you know uh, we can't place everyone you know we just can't um but we want to help everyone so straight away i thought well how i'm going to do this because i've promised 200 people that i can help them um and actually I can't help everyone. So what we did very early on was put together um, webinars so that we could support everyone. And actually we put together webinars and the first kind of series was very much how to smash a job search. And, and it covered all the basics of CVs and job searching and interviews, but actually how do you set yourself apart from what everyone else is doing? So as with everything in life, you have to set yourself apart to get noticed. And with candidates now, you know, if you're one of 100, 200 applications, how are you going to get noticed? And, and as a business, that's all about video anyway and, and being innovative. Um, we're encouraging candidates to record videos and get in front of your potential employers and cherry pick who you want to work for and get noticed. We had over 500 candidates on those webinars, 500 from all over the world um which was just incredible and then we went on and we noticed during that time as as time went on people were struggling with the job search as in mental health so we had a guest speaker shasna spence came on to talk about well-being and all these things where for candidates it was just helping and and just getting them in the right mind frame getting them to put together a plan that was was realistic in terms of what they can do to to impact their job search and then whilst we were doing all of that, we were still talking to clients and very early on, it was very obvious the market is changing and thank goodness for it, because actually what clients need now is very different to what they needed six months ago. And I think recruiters with that, that approach of just bums on seats and high volume and transactional, no relationship, firing CVs around that gives us all bad reputation, that's long gone and clients don't want that anymore. So we adapted very early on um, because clients were saying to us, well, actually, I've got 200 applications for my job. I haven't got time to deal with that. So for us, we adapted and went, actually, not everyone wants us to do the full search and selection piece anymore. There are clients that actually just need us to filter those applications, do video interviews with candidates and shortlist from there. So now we've got flexible solutions where we can support them as much or as little as they need us to so that we add value. We solve problems for clients and add value. And that has been off the back of six months of really getting stuck into the market to establish actually what is it going to look like after this? And it's a very different place. Definitely. And, and I think that, that if I think about the, you know, thousands of connections that I follow on a daily basis, I think if I was to position Chrysalis and, and what you stand for, for, a cl for clients, it would appear that it is that outsourced, you know, you are literally, what is your problem? We will solve it for you, which yeah. is exactly how recruitment companies should be positioning themselves. And for yeah. candidates, you know, those, those 200 people that contacted you, they will never forget that. And yeah. they will then go on to become employed somewhere and then they will recommend you to their friends. And so it's always that paid forward, isn't it? And Absolutely. Just, it's a remarkable thing that you did. And it, you know, it sends goosebumps down me because I know that you did that from a really amazing place. And yeah. you must have, as, as a business owner yourself, you know, you're a working parent, you know, we're, we're going to come on to talk about Ian shortly. Mm -hmm. you, know, you must have been terrified as a business owner too. And, but what you did was you acted quickly, you were nimble, you were innovative. Yeah. And you actually incorporated into your own business what you've been saying to your clients, which is we're using video. We're going to use video 
and technology because that's what that's how people communicate we're standing out we're making ourselves stand out you'll remember us amongst all the 20 30 50 other recruitment companies that are still just ringing you going have you got any jobs have you, are you, oh, you know yeah. companies don't want to talk about that even now if they are hiring that's not the level of conversation you should be having like no. i do to support your business absolutely absolutely and solve the problems and take away the headache that's the value added piece yeah. you know I, I just think and and we spoke about this before but clients i've spoken to this week are being bombarded by those transactional recruiters who were just throwing candidate cvs across and and a few clients have sent me them and actually i'm shocked by what is being sent out you know candidate cvs with their full contact details education dates you know there's absolutely Absolutely, you know, yeah, it's just wrong. wrong on every level. Because they're, they're probably working in companies where they haven't read the room. They haven't, yeah. the, you know, the, the, the CVs that they're sending out won't want that level of service. It, 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 we're, not, we're not supposed to be transactional. We're supposed to be business partners. That is meant to be, the, we're meant to consult. That's the yeah. very thing to do. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So tell me how did everything happen with Ian then? So you're now a couplepreneur, is that how you say it? Wow, yes. So Ian had worked in recruitment much longer than me. He's been in recruitment 20 odd years and, and he's worked with some big companies, big brands, um, on-site managed services, very much industrial and technical background. And, and the plan was never for him to be part of the business. You know, this was my baby and, and you know, that just worked for us. And for many years, people said to us, well, surely um, it would make sense. And, and at that point, we just said, well, no, we're okay as we are, thanks. We're still happily married. Let's leave it that way. And, and then COVID hit um, at a time where actually was a blessing for us as a family because what it made us do was stop and enjoy time together, which we've kind of forgotten. That's why we do what we do. Um, so we'd spent six, seven months indoors together and actually have come out much stronger. And following Ian being put on furlough and then being made redundant, it just seemed obvious that now was a great time, if ever there was one, to actually introduce the industrial and technical um, aspect into what is... Um, a growing business so you know the business is doing extremely well the commercial that we've always done is what I know and love um, but actually you know we there are clients who need support in other areas and, and Ian offers something that I don't so we are completely chalk and cheese we are complete opposites of each other um, but that seems to work which is good um, and yeah so far so good um, Ian's very much focusing on on relationships with clients in those industries. Um, I'm still very much the strategy person and the, the kind of client-facing person because that's that's just me. Um, funnily enough, I got him to do, I, I'm very, um, very much about personality profiles and me and the team have them because we understand each other. And so I did get him to do a personality profile and actually, you know, I'm up here, this star creator, you know, he is the complete polar opposite he's all about processes systems relationships you know delivery um all of that so it just it just seems to work complimentary and that, you know we met didn't we on a on a yeah yeah and shout out to, to katie green and nikki coffin for the center of excellence which was a brilliant way to connect to people yeah. and you know i think that it's about having the 
you know the foresight to see that you do, you know clearly as a married couple it works it must yeah be. we're not here to talk about marriage but what, you know as a, as a relationship yeah. but actually, if you think about what your clients are and what what your clients can offer and and vice versa you know there's a leverage there isn't there industrial yeah. commercial needs and so on so so that's would that's really good and how, how has it worked from a home life perspective i mean you know and i'm not prying into your home life here but given <laughs> you know it's um do you talk about it yeah. i mean how do you make sure there is a definite we're not and then you, yeah there does need to be because for the last three years i have literally lived breathed you talked work constantly and at the end of the day i would talk work but now that we're living and breathing it together i think what is really important is is you do have those boundaries that do you know what when the laptops go off then actually it's not about work. It's about us and it's about the boys and it's about the family because that's why we do what we do. So I think you need a routine. You know, we, we you know, have in our schedules who's doing school pickups and drop-offs and all of that. So it's all in the routine and, and we kind of stick to that. But, you know, evenings and weekends are very much about family and we kind of park it. Um, and you need to because actually you know you've got to that's where the magic happens in terms of ideas and you've, you've got to unwind to be able to to be productive mm -hmm. and i'm a big believer in that so yes so we're kind of working out and it's interesting with the personality profile because actually he works in a very different way to me you know i'm i'm a million miles an hour all of the time and he's just not and it's like but the more you understand each other and how each other works is really important because we're not the same and we're not going to work the same and you've just got to adjust and and just be um considerate for how each other's different i think and respectful of them and, cl and clearly yeah. is it and you know if we think about the audience that are watching and listening to this who may be you know thinking about their own home situation it might be not that you work with your partner but actually mm -hmm. you know, having to you find yourselves working from home having to yeah. try to find a compatible way to both work around the dining table whatever it might be it is about communication and it is about maybe maybe everybody should do you know maybe they should do that on dating apps maybe you should do a personality profile and ensure that there is that blend there so so what would your top tips be for staying you know you're a working mom you're running your own business you've adapted and you know pivoted really well and, and you've been yeah. a shining example of positivity so what would your top tips be for sort of maintaining that self-care for you as, yeah. Marie, as opposed to being yeah. mom business owner and recruiter and and this is something that's really important to me because um at the beginning of lockdown i wasn't in that place and i was a person that that created really bad habits so i wasn't sleeping at night i wasn't eating well um you know i wasn't exercising i wasn't looking after myself and actually what that meant when we went into lockdown is that i really struggled with that and the biggest thing i took from lockdown was actually taking care of me and i've got into some amazing daily routines so i now get up half an hour before anybody else in the house. So there's no rushing around. I sit down with a cup of green tea and a podcast and just have half an hour to myself. Mm. And then every evening I meditate and have done now for like this last seven months. It allows me to just unwind and relax. Um, and then the biggest thing for me that's come throughout lockdown and I think as any busy person, exercise is so so important so important and i'd lost that and actually i was no good for anybody because you're not productive and now just with these small disciplines each day and exercising 
I'm much more productive. I'm much more effective. And you know what? I'm just a better version of me. And that's what I aim to do every day, just to be a better version of me for work, but also my family, you know, and, and those little things have been a blessing because now that's changed everything for me, for the business, for the family. You know, I mean, I'm a much better person for it, I'm sure. Definitely. And you know, the, the old saying, isn't it? Healthy body, healthy mind. I'm a huge advocate of that. But that, you know, for someone who is such a busy person like yourself, I think yeah. it's a real lesson there for those that say, well, you know, I'm too busy to, to fit in a workout. I'm too busy. But actually, it's totally counterproductive. Yeah. Sorting that out and getting your endorphins, everything else will follow from that boost in the morning. And, you know, I do the same as you. I, I set my alarm yeah. way earlier than I need to. Because I do like to, I get up and I do my hip first thing. If I don't do it then, and I actually lay my mat out when I go to sleep, so I cannot <laughs> the Joe Wicks workout. And then I come down and I have a coffee. I sit in my laptop, I plan my day. I might, you know, go for a walk with the dog before anyone's even stirred. And it's, yeah. just, it's calm. And I think that it's ironic, isn't it? That you think, you know, getting yourself all, you know, worked up and having a workout and everything will make you anything other than more productive, yeah. more creative. Yeah. Are there any, yeah. um, um, you know, re really into sort of recommendations? So are there any good podcasts or any good meditation apps that you can signpost people to? Meditation, I swear by Headspace. So I do pretty much everything on Headspace. Podcasts, I mean, I'm a B&I member, so I listen to a lot of B&I podcasts, but also uh, Rob Moore is one of my favourites, you know, very much uh, says it as it is, um, but very inspirational. His books are great as well. Um, books that I've read throughout lockdown as well. You know, The Secret has got to be one of my all-time favourites. The Slight Edge, because it is about them little things every day, isn't it? Um, the four-hour work week, you know, The Chimp Paradox, you know, all these things, I think, just keep your mind active, keep you focused, keep you driven, and and ultimately keep you pushing forward. And, we, and, I, and I know we're both huge fans, but we've got to mention Greg Savage, haven't we? absolutely greg savage yes i know your fan club greg so um when you come back yeah. over to the uk next year hopefully we'll be sat in the front row absolutely and i have to say anyone that hasn't read his book read his book because read. it is awesome were yeah. you out loud when you were reading it as well going yes 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 <laughs> yes oh, i'm so happy to see you and you look you are radiating good health positive energy and that's why I invited you on today. And if anyone's been listening to this on the podcast, head over to YouTube because then you can see Marie's energy and you're just infectious. So get connected to Marie. If you are in anything to do with commercial or industrial, you want to know more about the webinars um, and obviously we'll share links to Headspace as well. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Speak soon. Yeah.